happening. My name is Alan. Welcome to Mountain Park Virtual Church slash Pajama Church. We are thrilled that you're with us. We also want to welcome anyone who might be tuning in from Canada or other parts of the country, even perhaps other parts of the world. We are so glad that you are with us today. I want to start by saying a word, and I want you to say out loud what your first thought is when you hear this word. Okay, you may be by yourself, you may be with a group of people. I just invite you to say whatever comes to your mind. All right, just go ahead and say it out loud. Ready? Here's the word. Ready? Ready? The word is nice. Go ahead, go ahead, say it out loud. Say it out loud. What, what, what comes to your mind when you hear the word nice? Does it have a positive tone to it? Does it have kind of a negative? Does, does it... Is it neutral? Does it depend on the situation? For me, my goal in life is not to be nice. At the end of my days, I don't want to say, you know what? I accomplished it. I accomplished being nice. For many, uh, that, that many would agree with me on that, that the goal of life is not to just, to just be nice, that there's more to it. In fact, that's why many people are uh, struggle with the church because there's because the church is often equated with being nice. You come to church and you've got to be nice. You got to sit nice. You got to act nice. You got to be nice. Why? Because Jesus was nice. Jesus. We we know from all the photographs of Jesus that he was nice. He had a nice smile. He had nice glowing hair that was that was nicely freshly brushed and he was nice to the children and he was nice to the animals and and yes there there's something yes Jesus was nice and there's something there's something uh, you know wonderful about being nice but but there's something dissatisfying about thinking that the goal of life is to just be nice three years from now when I look back on my growth on whatever God is doing in my life, I don't, my hope is not at the end of those three years to just say, I was nice. There's something more. And that's what we want to talk about today. Would you bow your heads and pray with me? Father in heaven, we invite you to take us where you want us to go. That there is, there is something about being nice and, and being nice to people for sure. But there's more to it. And we want to tap into that more, God. Would you come and inspire us, challenge us toward the more that you have for us. We pray in the name of your son, Jesus. Amen. We have been in a series called The Challenge of Jesus. Jesus wants to move us from here to there. He loves us right here. He loves us exactly who we are, where we are. He knows us. He loves us. He died for us. That's what we celebrated last week. But he wants to challenge us to move from here to there. That we are identifying in this series certain things that Jesus wants to take and transform us, change us in dramatic ways. If you are a follower of Jesus and you are not being challenged by him in some way, then you are not paying attention. The here to there that we're talking about this morning is the movement from safe to dangerous, from safe to dangerous. The invitation is safe. The invitation, come, come, all who are thirsty, come and, and, and find out who Jesus is and what Jesus can do in your life. It is a safe invitation. But once we accept that invitation, we enter into the challenge 
and that is dangerous. That the goal of life is not to just stay safe, not to just stay nice. The goal of life is to live courageously. In the old building, um, the one prior to the one that we are in right now that we can't meet in right now, but we will soon meet in. But, but in the old building on 24th Street, there was a sign in the lobby in big letters. You walked into the lobby, turned around and behind you, way up on the wall, there was one big sign in the lobby. Do you remember what it said? Do you, do, do, do you remember what it said? In big letters it said, safe place to visit, dangerous place to stay. And that sign, the whole time that we were there that that sign was up, it had mixed responses. It's certainly a, 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 a tricky phrase. At one point, I overheard my daughter explaining to a friend what that sign means, and she, she was quoting it and saying uh, that, that Mountain Park is a safe place to visit and a horrible place to stay. Just so close, so close. Again, it's reasonable for that to, to kind of uh, struggle with the meaning of that sign. Some people would walk into the lobby, turn around, look at that sign, and say, yes, that's the kind of church I want to be a part of. Others would stand in the lobby and tilt their head and go, dangerous place to stay. What is that all about? What that's all about is that we're invited into something safe, but we are challenged into something that is dangerous, something that requires us to, to experience courage, to enter into something uh, courageous. Again, a very provocative phrase. Now, this morning, I want to take a look at a story where the 12 disciples had to choose whether they were going to stay safe or they were going to take the courageous route. They were going to, to, to step out in a dangerous way. And so in order to do that, I actually want to head outside. So come join me outside. Actually, wait a minute. It's right over there, but why would I... Go, do, do all that walking when I can just do this. Our story takes place near a body of water. It's the famous story of Jesus walking on water. It's found in Matthew chapter 14. If you do not have a Bible in front of you right now, I encourage you to go get one. It's great to look at it yourself or look up an app. I uh, read from the NIV version of the Bible, so I encourage you, invite you to uh, participate in that if you'd like. Okay. So, we have a story of Jesus teaching a number of people. Then he sends the disciples out on a boat into the Sea of Galilee. He himself heads off into the mountains to take some time by himself to pray. As the night goes on, the winds start uh, stirring up the water. The disciples are deep into the Sea of Galilee, and this is where our story picks up. I'm reading from Matthew chapter 14, beginning in verse 25. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, it's referred to here as a lake, but it is also referred to as the Sea of Galilee. It technically is a lake, but it's large enough that it acts like and functions like a sea. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage, it is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. There's tension in that story, tension between safe and dangerous. The safety is the boat, 
The dangerous part is stepping out of the boat and taking steps towards Jesus. Oftentimes in life, we have that tension. We have options that are safe and, and, and nice, and then we have options that are more dangerous and require more courage. A number of years ago, uh, that same daughter of mine that I mentioned before, in this very same pool, had an experience uh, right over there. You ready? Pulls Daddy as close as you can. You're gonna jump in from here. <laughs> okay, you're gonna jump in from here. It's a big jump. Ready? I, I promise I won't put your mouth in the water. I promise I won't. Ready? And jump! Oh! Wow! Nice what job. an exciting jump for Lila! On the one hand, you have the water. It is deep, and it is cold, and it is scary, and it is dangerous. On the other hand, you have the daddy. He is big, and he is strong, and he is muscular, and he is ruggedly handsome. It's safe, yet dangerous. It's the two things that, that represents so many times in life. The boat in the story that we're looking at here today, the boat represents safety. And it's a very reasonable thing. Eleven of the twelve disciples chose to stay in the boat. The vast majority. It's a very reasonable thing to lean towards safety. But that's not where we're supposed to stay. So, in your life, in your journey, what is your boat? When the storms of life come, and there are many storms going on in our lives right now. This, this quarantine is stirring up so many difficult uh, things uh, for us. The Maricopa County did a study and identified that there is an increase in domestic violence by 83% here in this county. An increase of 83%. There are a lot of storms going on. There's a lot of difficulty and tension and strife happening. So what, what is our boat? What is our place of safety? What is your place of safety? Is it your parents? Is it your family? Is that the place where you, where you uh, uh, lean towards the safety piece? Those are, those are good, good, good things. Is it your investments in your future? It is, is it some kind of substance that you lean towards to give you comfort, to give you safety? What is your boat? What is the safety thing that you are clinging to? Notice in this story that the storm that the disciples are experiencing is not their fault. It's not the result of their own sin. It's not uh, something that they did that resulted in the storm. And they're not like Jonah. They're not running away from God. And then God is reaching out to them and, and, and putting some kind of you know, action upon them. They, they, just, they did exactly what Jesus asked them to do. They went out on the boat, went into the Sea of Galilee, and they're experiencing these storms. What that means is that the storms we experience in life, they are not the indicator of the status of our relationship with Jesus. It's how we respond to those storms that is the indicator of, our, of the status of our relationship with Jesus. Are we hiding in the boat or are we taking a step out of the boat and walking toward Jesus when the storms are coming? Verse 28. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. 
Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. Could you imagine? Peter didn't just hear about a miracle. He didn't just watch a miracle. He actually stepped into the miracle. He was part of a miracle. He, he stepped out of the boat and into the water. Could you imagine? the safety of the boat to the danger in the middle of the water. From safe to dangerous. What might dangerous look like for you? Sometimes dangerous means we're willing to talk about things that other people aren't talking about. It, sometimes it means asking difficult questions. Uh, there are times to be quiet, but then there are times to speak up when we need to speak up. Jesus was great at asking questions. A couple weeks ago, I talked about the story of the woman caught in adultery. And he says to her, he says, uh, where are those who condemn you? Where, where are they? Last week, I talked about a section where Jesus says, what does it profit a man to gain the world and lose his soul? Jesus was great at asking questions. So as you're doing your journals, as you're meeting with other people, are you willing to ask questions, dangerous questions? And are you willing to answer those questions? questions. What does dangerous look like here during a time of quarantine? It, it doesn't mean being reckless. It doesn't mean putting other people's lives in danger. It means not shutting down. It means staying engaged. You still have a role to play. I want to say thank you to those of you who are doing essential jobs right now. Thank you to those of you in food service who continue to allow us to eat. I love to eat. Thank you to those who are in public safety, who are keeping our, our city safe. Thank you to those who are in health care, who are putting your lives in danger every day to take care of people. Thank you. I said a couple weeks ago that there are some who see a problem with every opportunity, but then there are others who see an opportunity with every problem. And so the idea here is the way that we can live dangerously is we step out of the safety of the boat and we walk out onto the water. Everything went well for Peter until verse 30. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? So why do we doubt? Why did Peter doubt? The reason we move into doubt is fear. Do you know what the most common command in the Bible is? More common than love one another? More common than be nice? More common than give generously to the work of the kingdom, more common than all of those things, is do not be afraid. That phrase, or a version of that phrase, is found 365 times in the Bible. That's one for every day of the year. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. Do not fear. Now, there is a healthy fear. There's a good fear that protects us from making foolish decisions. There's a healthy fear that helps us make wise decisions. 
But there's a bad fear that is the fear of failure. It is the fear that I'm not going to step out into the water because something bad might happen. What if this happens? What if that happens? It is an unhealthy fear of failure that says, what if I don't have what it takes? What if I don't have what it takes? Peter did fine when he was walking on the water until he took his eyes off of Jesus. He was walking and he was doing okay until he noticed the waves around him and he focused on the storms around him instead of focusing on Jesus and that's when he fell into problem. Do you want to live generously? Then, then focus your eyes on Jesus instead of thinking about all that's going on and the failure around you. Because when we take our eyes off of Jesus, that's when we... We, 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 it's, it's only <laughs> when we take our eyes off of Jesus <clears throat> that we'll really experience failure. So keep your eyes on Jesus. This is a little bit cold. I need to warm up. It even dries you. This thing is amazing. <laughs> I love it. Okay, let me ask you here as we wrap up. What is your response to that phrase? Mountain Park is a safe place to visit and a dangerous place to stay. Do you lean into that phrase and think, that's what I want to be a part of? Or do you kind of lean back from that? Are you drawn into this challenge to live dangerously? At the end of your days, do you want to, to, to say, I was safe? Or do you want to say, I lived courageously? At the end of your days, do you want people to say that you were nice? Or do you want people to say that you made a difference? In the Chronicles of Narnia, when Susan first learns about Aslan, Aslan is the, is the mighty lion who represents Jesus. When Susan first learns about Aslan, she says, she, she hears how powerful he is, and, he, and she says, is he safe? And she is told, well, no, of course he's not safe, but he's good. Following Jesus is not safe. It is a dangerous journey, but it is good. And I'm excited to take this journey with you. Would you pray with me? Father, I thank you that the invitation is safe, that you love us for who, who we are and you bring us into your story. And I pray that um, you, would, uh, you would help us to embrace the, the, the dangerous journey of inviting you to, to change different parts of our lives. God, we invite you to come and help us to live courageously as your sons and daughters. We pray in the name of Jesus, amen. We are so thankful that you joined with us here this morning, and um, and we want, hope to see you on uh, during the during the week here during our noonday devotionals. They start at twelve o'clock every day on our Facebook page, and so we'd love to see you there. Uh, God bless you guys. Have a great week. We'll see you next time.